what can you do? What can you do? Being a woman is hard, boy. Then being a black woman is even harder. Yeah, this is black men that be doing it to you. <laughs> it's it's mad. Well, anywho, <laughs> let's go on to the other thing. <laughs> that is a. That's a topic for another day. That's not what we came here for today. Um, so welcome back to the Fat Mouth. Oh, is everyone ready to go? You are listening to Fat Mouth. You are listening to Fat Mouth. Let's do a quick little. Oh, well, I mean, yes. I mean, we the the thing that Mary said. I'm looking over it right now. So you've got if we all just kind of like get that up and then we can follow it through. I'm sure things will come Just to rest. our heads yeah 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 <laughs> things will come to our heads that we i mean we live we're black people we live we'll be able to answer these questions um entirety so if we get into it uh welcome back to the fat mouth podcast i'm yelsha i'm mary i'm chelsea and today, well, this has been a long one coming, but we actually just wanted to address the whole, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, everything that's just going, been going on lately throughout our lives, London, America, but, you know, yeah. Um, I'll have to edit that one out. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. I'm going to go into the first one. So basically, so it says, what is Black Lives Matter? And what do they stand for? So should, should we do like, we should probably do like a, a definition of Black Lives Matter. I think that's probably like... Do you know, but do you know what? I feel like uh, that we should... Oh, what the fuck was that? Sorry. <laughs> we shouldn't have to... I feel like it's quite self-explanatory. Like it's Black Lives. And the fact that we have to stand and fight for it... It isn't though. But why not? <laughs> Why not? It is a because because people like it's like it's kind of like something I was watching the other day. Like yesterday, I was watching this um, segment on Fox News about Black Lives Matter. Them considering them to be like a political party when they don't consider themselves to be a political party. They consider themselves to be a social movement. So in terms of like definitions, it's actually important because some people are trying to class them as attempting to be like have a political influence. Well, which they are, but like have to be an actual political party that then ends up changing the landscape of all laws which i think they're trying to do that but it's more of a movement that is inclusive of like everyone not inclusive well yeah it's inclusive of everyone i don't think that black lives matter is exclusionary in any way but there's just a reason why i said that because of that interview the way that we're trying to class it as if some some sort of militia group is not <laughs> it needs to be explained as to what like what they are and um yeah like what they stand for so um in terms of the definition a quick wiki <laughs> a quick wiki which you can do yourself um it's just that black lives matter is black lives matter oh british people black lives matter is an organized movement advocating for non-violent civil disobedience in protest against alleged incidents of police brutality against afro-american people but you can say really just why does it people. say alleged Oh, yeah, I think that has to do with whether they go to court, right? Yeah, that's true. People yeah. are actually found yeah. guilty. Like we all we know it's not alleged, but in the terms of I guess in the eye of the law, you have to say alleged, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's <hilarious. laughs> um then it says it's an organization 
Oh, Black Lives Matter exists as a decentralized network with over 30 chapters in the US and sister organizations work worldwide. While a larger Black Lives Matter exists, consistent of various separate like-minded organizations such as the Dream Defenders and the Sartre's Daughters. So just basically a, a, like a, a social movement that is bringing awareness to like racism and encourages like anti-racist, anti-racism thought and um, yeah, what they put here, anti-racist advocacy. Yes, let's okay. go with that. Wait, okay. so and when did this this movement started in what two thousand and eight? Two thousand and eight. No, mm. thirteen. Sorry, it, it was with Martin. Yeah. So it's been six years that this social movement has been by a black woman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good to know. Um, yeah, I feel like we initially. Obviously, we know that it's come more recently to light because of what happened to George Floyd. George Floyd. I was going to say Eric Garner. I was like, George Floyd, yeah. <laughs> and basically, when that, that kind of triggered the movement in the UK a bit more, like, openly in your face, uh, I do think that if it wasn't for Corona and the current climate that we're currently living in, I don't think it would have not necessarily escalated, but I don't think as many people would have engaged in it. Um, I just don't think that many people are able to afford the time to care for situations or lives that don't directly affect them, which is why I think right now so many people have started to actually care. I mean, it, it sounds bad, but I don't think everyone was always... Like, you can say you care about Black Lives, but how actively do you participate in your daily life other than for the people that you are always surrounded about um that always surround you like this is the first time for me to actively be out there fighting for other people that i'm not even in my own city like for me personally i usually i'll just like you know might retweet once or post it a couple of times but then i move on with my life but every day i feel like it's always in my face like i'm always paying attention and seeing the lives that are actually suffering because of police brutality the inequalities that we all experience or it's like normalized basically yeah, yeah, yeah it has you been kind of heavily normalized because uh, that's how i felt about the george floyd thing and i think that's why this particular movement is different like you said it is a lot of a lot a part a large part of it is kind of to do with corona mm. um because obviously when george floyd thing happened it was like damn that's sad but you're thinking like oh, you know, there's going to be another news cycle. That's why you, you're just like, it, it's automatic, you're thinking. Because America is such a, a place that it has, like, specific storylines. Mm. Like, there's, like, mass shootings, that's a storyline, and then it goes through one cycle, comes out, and then there's another mass shooting, and everyone forgets the last one, they start complaining about, da 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 it sparks the same conversation, everything dies down again. It's the same thing as police brutality kind of thing. Like, it starts, then it reaches this peak, which is, usually like one or two weeks and then it dies again and then nobody talks about that person we just remember them but we don't really we're not active in what we're doing but i feel like the difference the difference i don't know like it is because of coronavirus number one but i think it's kind of like a lot of the a lot of the thing like the feeling i felt is like black people they, they just can't live like that's mm. that's just how i see it. it's like they can't live we're in 2020 not that a year really means anything that like it should, you know, we should be all tolerant because of the year, but we're in 2020. There's a, there's a pandemic outside and you're telling me in this pandemic, black people are basically being brutalized in their own neighborhoods. 
they're being harassed and that's not just a US thing it's a UK thing as well mm. and even in an entire pandemic where you should be as a community you should be coming together and you would expect that you know the police to have better things to do with their time they're deciding to murder people because it's, it's, it's the fact that it wasn't just George Floyd isolated it was Ahmaud Aubrey it was George Floyd and then it was Breonna Taylor. All of these people in a very short space of time. Then you yeah. start thinking to yourself, like, that's fucking ridiculous. In the pandemic, you're still murdering us. Like, that's how I just see it. I don't care if I'm from the UK. You're still mm. murdering people that look like me. I when do people catch a break? It's, it's true. I think that's one of the things that really got me. Like, when I saw the news, I was like, really, you guys still have time to do this. This is what you want right. to focus on right now when there's a worldwide pandemic and you still got time to brutalize people. I don't understand. I can't oh. comprehend it. Like, it's not like I could comprehend it before, but because it was like so many things swallowed up the news, you wasn't yeah. able to pay attention to it. But right now you're like, literally, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> legit, like y'all don't stop <laughs> like you don't stop <laughs> it's like an excuse for every single thing and people will make like complaining like we, we spoke about what they were saying about the grapevine that people will go out and then they'll be like harassed by the police and stuff like that for what reason like it just it makes no sense so i can understand it and i think you're right in terms of like with white people getting involved in um in black lives matter i think coronavirus also has to play a part of it but i would say more a part of it in like the not the protest side, but the rioting side. Because obviously, I feel like in the US, there's like a temperament that the government have failed them. Mm. You've got like this idea, a lot of people, they well, they were supporting Trump and all this stuff. And, and you think about how unemployment is worse than it was during the Great Depression in America at the moment. Yeah. And a lot of people are just angry. You've been sitting at home for three months, no job, probably thinking about how am I going to pay my, my rent? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to feed my kids? It's not like the UK where we have like furlough and you're just there like, well, that's even the like thing. businesses, they were giving out those, those like oh, business loans. So they, the business yeah, but pay. their furlough is the same amount as what we get, like, but it's less but that's what, dollars. It's less, but the things that they were saying that they were giving businesses money to furlough people, but those business, the money was going to big brands. They weren't going to like the little mom and pops yeah. and um, the middle companies. So people were suffering. Like it's like, it's going to like Starbucks. And what was the other company? Uh, there was like that company that came onto like under fire for it. And, it, and you're just like, um, what's it called Shake Shack? So Shake Shack had to return <laughs> the money because you're taking government funds and, mm. and using it to pay people when you don't need it. You're probably like a million, like a billion dollar in, like company. I don't know how much Shake Shack is worth, but like, this is the thing. So you start to feel betrayed by the government. You're just basically giving subsidies to your friends. And you're thinking like, I'm the person at the bottom of this. So my level of anger is going to be more different than when people like, and Regina died. Is That's just the, it's selfish, but that's just the fact of it, the truth of it. It's true. I, I do yeah. hope, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, it's kind of like you hope that people aren't using this as a time to, as an excuse to be angry but then at the same time they've been angry like people being angry they've been enduring this for a long period of time like at yeah. this point it was like enough is enough like they had to retaliate they had to fight back um i do feel like well i'm not sure if it's a shift in the media or the way people have been paying attention to the news but it's not it's not as prominent as it was two weeks ago or a week ago. i feel like right now i've seen a lot of news on like windrush 
and stuff like that. Yeah. It's starting to filter out. Even like someone today, I saw a post about, oh, Brianna, Brianna Taylor's name is not trending anymore, but her killers have not mm. been um, arrested yet. Like, I was just yeah. like, you're conscious of it, but you're not so conscious that you're like, oh, the whole world has settled down. Like, it's confusing, but it's we're all kind of moving at the same pace. But there's, I don't know how to put it, but there's other issues that we have to target right now. Like, it's, there's not... There's a whole... But I don't think that the media is completely representing the facts. I don't think... No, but the... I don't feel like any of the information I've got is being from the media. It's being from the people. And when the people quiet down, where am I getting my source of information from? Because... But the, the people haven't thinking, quieted out. Because when you look at... What's the name of that... Um, there was someone posted a video from, like... Is it... Oh, I can't remember what country. I wish I remembered it was like a country and there was like masses of people out and they'll say that and people were saying that like, the media won't show you this but if you want you can search it and you'll see that people are still protesting in new york people are still protesting it hasn't died down it's because they don't want you to keep protesting so there's no need to cover it it's if they start being violent again that's mm-hmm. when they'll pick it up again to be like oh yeah these people blah 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 but uh, how many peaceful protests have been going on in the last two weekends that we haven't heard of because they don't want you talking about that that's not the objective the objective is not to have any kind of change in society and the media are complicit that's all well, the media that. is the, the media I, I just kind of see the media as basically the ultimate corporate white man that's what the media is 100%. like i just kind of see it as like a like a period a period a pyramid where this person at the top kind of says okay this is what i want people to see people want to see protests let's give them protests for two weeks after that they're good, you know. They know that people are gonna, that a lot of people are gonna lose interest. Then it's easy mm. to get rid of it. That's the government, though, isn't it? Because the government kind of like ultimately controls the media as well. So everything that we yeah. see is because they want us to see it. Yeah, yeah. And I they feel like, like even when the protests were happening, they, they weren't as much in the news. Like I turn on the news, I'll be hearing about coronavirus. I don't give a fuck about coronavirus. Like <laughs> tell me, like all they want to tell you is that the protests are gonna lead to coronavirus spiking, and has it? No. It's it's true. Like two weeks later, we're still here, bitch. <laughs> we're, uh, we're still here. Our two weeks incubation, and only what fourteen people died yesterday. So, what? Like, what was the point of covering it in that fashion? Like, oh yeah, these people—they're putting the, the like the world at risk. We're really not. <laughs> it, it was definitely selective. One hundred percent. And like, it's like you think about it, like. To, f- to think that there's a, a pandemic outside and people still decided that we're going to protest, doesn't it kind of tell you that the what their protest isn't about is a bit deep? <laughs> it's deeper thing. than someone is willing to catch coronavirus <laughs> to go out in the streets and protest to get you to stop killing people and mishandling black boys in the UK. It's true. It's true. Exactly. Thousands showed up to the beach just to have a good time and hundreds of thousands showed up to the protest to save lives. Like... We don't care. Mm-hmm. It, corona is in, <laughs> insignificant to the lives and the way that we're going to have to continue. If I die today or tomorrow because of corona, like, I'd rather die fighting for lives instead of just yeah. dying, just sitting there and do nothing. Like, you went for a cause, not to be some idiot. Exactly. <laughs> On the beach, drinking a beer, talking about, yeah, these people, you know, that, that <laughs> you guys see that video where the guy was like, these people are on the beach and it's too, they're, they're, they're causing the corona. I was like, well, what are you doing on the beach? It wasn't right. Exactly. You always have the people taking pictures the and they're like, look how many people there are here. So, like, well, what the fuck are you doing here? 
Nah, people kill me, man. They're actually ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I just hate the world. <laughs> the world is it's yeah. just it's so sad. Um, so yeah, I have questions about I forget the American exceptionalism one. So like things like with Black Lives Matter, the movement at the moment has I think like two main things to defund the police. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so by defund the police, what do you guys think? Like, what do you think that they're trying to get at? Or like, how do you guys, how have you guys interpreted the whole idea of defunding the police? Uh, well, I saw like, a, it was quite an illustrative picture. And it was like, I think that the US police get like £115 billion pounds, um, to, for, for their, oh God, for their police force. However, you've got things like, um, what was Oh it? wait, sorry to interrupt you. Is this US police? Yeah, US. Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do they do they say defund the police here? Um, no, not as much. But in terms of like the main, but I feel like they not defund the police, but they they could probably reallocate some resources here as well. I don't know why, because I think initially when I heard it, obviously you know people get paid for nothing. But I've always had the preconception that being a policeman wasn't a high paying job, so. I don't think it's the people that are getting paid. It's obviously the higher ups, the ones that are getting funded. Like, you know, they're the ones that all the money goes to, not the people that are out on the streets saving lives, which is why probably they're so, not, not making excuses for them, aggressive. but they're so, yeah, they're so angry and aggressive. They're like, oh, we're, we're out here poor. every day. I'm we ain't got no money. We feel yeah. threatened. We have, we have no choice but to protect ourselves and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, so where is this money going? Because apparently, like, you know, you've got schools that aren't having... I saw one about um, children's school meals. Like, they're not getting... They're getting pittance for food. You've got very small money going to people, helping them with drug addictions and trying to get them off of those kind of things like that. Uh, You've got very small money going towards rehabilitation after prison. So Mm -hmm. the same people that go in and come out are the same people that go back again because there's just no form of help for them and yeah. obviously we know that there is a lot of injustice in the poli- in the prison system so like there are obviously people that are in there because they've committed real crimes and that they deserve to be in there but then we know that there are people that are uh, wrongfully put in there and then they're yeah. pushed back into society like for example I saw a guy a 60 year old man right now who went in for a nine dollar crime and he's been in oh, there. Oh yeah, like, I think I saw that. Yes. For like so many, he's been like the His one of the, the longest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I saw just, that. I saw it on YouTube. It's just because they're lazy. They didn't want to say they didn't want to they didn't want to fix the problem that they had created. They didn't want to take him out, apologize. You know what? I think that's the thing as well. They don't want to apologize for the mistakes they've made. They'd rather keep someone in a space or a a situation than fix it. Because fixing it takes money, fixing it takes apologies, fixing it takes resources, and they just don't want to afford that. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mad. I think that's it's what so people mean by defunding the police, because obviously there's a lot of money, a lot of taxpayer money, of their money that's going... Imagine being a black person in America, or actually, you know, any ethnic minority in America, and your taxes, majority of them are going to the police force. The but police force. they're the ones killing you anyway. And this is what this is the thing about corruption because these are they all point to like African countries. Oh, they're so corrupt. But where is the money going to? They like literally, you know, like they were talking on the breakfast club. They were saying like, um, I had to like search it again. In New York, the police budget is like ten point eight billion. Some wait, what did he say? 
yeah so uh, yeah it says with a total of 10.9 billion dollars for an annual budget what what like what does a police force need for one one like states one state 10.9 billion dollars what do you need that amount of money for to be ramming people down the street like literally they're just putting in SUVs and killing people <laughs> that's what you got to do it like that is so fucked up and yeah you, you get like first, new projects um, being the worst well, I was going to say, watch how the first thing on that list is going to say it's for training. Well, for training. You, we know they get like two weeks yeah, training. They, they, said, they said 2.8 billion is for pensions. Five, uh, 5.6 billion is for operating budgets. 5.3 billion of the cost is centrally allocated. That We don't know what that means. 2.3 billion for fringe benefits. There's a lot of words This is what I'm saying. Now. They're embezzling money. <laughs> they are actually embezzling money from the government. <sighs> it's actually tiring. Like tiring. The the West, they can do it. They can do it so well because I don't understand what the what are you guys doing with all that money. And yet the people are getting paid like twenty two thousand dollars a year, twenty three thousand dollars a year. That makes no sense to me. It it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make, make sense. sense. I mean, in terms of like as you said, embezzlement and corruption as well. So you know that the big people are getting the money. Like, there is a country, I know which country it is, but we're not going to go into specifics, but their government is getting, like, on 33, let's say, £33,000 a month. And they're getting, every single person is getting a lot of money like that. But they're in trillions of debt to China. Their country is um, low on resources. People aren't eating. Electricity, like, shit is fucked up. But they're living happily. That's... What do they need? What do you need that amount of money for, please? If your people are suffering, I understand. And that's the police. The people, well. the people at the top could care less about exactly. people struggling. That's okay. the thing. Exactly. That's that's literally all it is. It's so hard exactly. to convince people to care. Like you know how? Um, oh my gosh, my memory is terrible. But you lot were saying how? You know what? I'm not going to do the reference because I've forgotten. But when you're at the <laughs> when you're at the top, if someone's not in your circle, like you could care less like the whole black lives matter thing you could care less if black people are dying and whether they're protesting whether they get corona while they're protesting because at, at the end of the day you're fine your money is good your you know immediate circle and your far out circle are all comfortable yeah yeah so and especially with the, the older people as well because you know it's not you know it's not the youngsters that are sitting on all this money it's the older people and as far as they're concerned yeah. is that by the time they can live comfortably and they can die comfortably. They don't care about the younger generations. They don't care about the people that are going to have to live through their mistakes, live through the choices yeah, they've definitely. made. Because they're not going to live to yeah. see it. They don't care. I feel like we're going off topic. Let me go back onto it. Let me read people, back People are again. just very selfish, basically. <laughs> they are. Uh, yeah. So another uh, thing that has been a contentious point is when people are saying black-owned business, what does it mean to support black-owned business rolling my fucking eye? <laughs> Why? Like, they were like, you're saying to support black owned businesses and to, oh, okay, cool. And to, um, what's it called? And to like not support the white businesses. I don't oh, think that that no, was the that, but the I whole mean, Anthony Joshua thing, they're saying that they, they want to take him off the GQ. Anyway, you guys explain what you think. What is the whole concept of supporting black business? Support is for people who are like, 
struggling. Support for people who need help. Like a lot of black businesses are in stages where they have the, they have good product, they have good marketing, advertising. You just need more numbers. You need people to actually take what you do serious and actually invest in you. White business white businesses don't need support because you're established. What support do you need? If you lose ten percent or even fifty percent of your market, are you still not making millions and millions of dollars? Or your your money is still constantly going high. That's not support. I think anyway, for me, with the <laughs> with the whole supporting black businesses, so I, I created a black business list and I looked at like British black owned businesses because obviously there's a lot of American ones, but we're trying to keep the money. Like we need, we're struggling too, you know, we've got our own shit to deal with. So let's yeah. kind of support local yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And initially started off with fashion and I've been boycotting Pretty Little Thing all year. It wasn't necessarily because they've done anything bad to me or anything. Well, they've probably done shit somewhere, but it was just generally because the quality wasn't up to par. Yet my money was going there and I didn't understand why my money was going there when there was other people and other businesses I could support. Um, There are, I found some fashion brands and also I needed to kind of, I think the little thing it was, it was that like, I'm looking for clothes, but I'm also looking for affordable clothes. And when you sometimes want to support black businesses, they're a bit more expensive, but we cannot always try and correlate black owned business. They're usually indie. No, it's just kind it's of like indie brands, like they're smaller. Yeah, yeah they're smaller brands. Like manufacturing, uh, manufacturing is is more home based. They need to they need to source it, but like it's just a whole different structure. However, if we was to support them more, they could expand. They could do this. Mm. They could do all the things they had to do that we're always giving to other businesses. If we supported mm. local, they'd have that opportunity. Same goes for there's a um, there's a food um, produce in Catford. And it's a black owned business. The man's been there for years. Actually, he used to be in Lucian and he's done this. He's always had a market and everything like that. And he, he was only able to afford a actual store in the recent years because obviously it was made difficult. He, not many people were going to him for these producers because they were either going to, you know, Indian suppliers or they were going to, I don't know, they were going other places, but not all, all these places aren't always necessarily for us just because they're not white yeah. doesn't mean they're they're for us do you get what i mean like these people will still yeah, rip you yeah. off these people yeah. will, and they'll watch you exactly the they just they just want your mm-hmm. money i could i just wanted to make sure that obviously i can't do it for everything there are some products that i love right and i can't i can't subsidize them just because like unless someone can make a product that is of that standard for me I'll probably mm-hmm. keep buying from where I usually buy. But if I can switch it over, I will try because we all should give everyone a chance. I would like to think that people would give me a chance as well. Not just because I'm a black owned business, but actually looking at me and seeing, oh, do you know what? The shit she's got is good. Just as good, good as the big yeah. corporate bands that don't care for me. Like, And I think, I think that's, you've kind of hit the nail on the head. I feel like when it comes to supporting black business, they're not saying don't support white business. That's not the message. The message is the fact that if we are talking about Black Lives Matter, we're trying to encourage equality in everything. Historically, Black people have been at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You get, like, people can argue that, but you can go over it and argue with it yourself. So, so like, things like giving business loans, we know that it's more difficult. Like, there's statistics out there that you could probably look at that will say that it's more difficult for Black people to get their businesses off the ground. and They have to have an exceptional idea to be able to do get to a like a particular position like you said maybe at the level of like a boots or something like that that will take them i don't know that that would be like 
very very difficult for um for black businesses to get to that level so i feel like by saying support and, and it's another thing like black black spending power is really really like what, what how do i explain it like it's a big deal <laughs> that's how that's the only way i can put it like black people spend a lot of money mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like clothing things that have to do with appearances Luxury, yeah. we spend yeah, we yeah. spend so much money so instead of you putting that money outside of your community you want to guarantee equality for your own people so if they don't invite you to the table buy yourself a seat and buying yourself a seat means investing back into businesses of people that look like you so when your kids grow up because it's a thing about representation as well when your kids grow up they'll be able to understand that i can do it just like that person can and then they will be encouraging a new line of entrepreneurs which i think thank god like in 2020 there's a lot of like black entrepreneurs that you, that you see like a lot of people are trying to start their own businesses and stuff which is really really good and i would encourage that if you want to start your own business other people should be trying to buy into that and i guess there's always a stigma with shopping black mm. but we also need to change our attitudes and our mindsets to that so it's not to say that obviously we want to tear down white businesses but to tear down white structures like white supremacist structures is to put money behind those kind of businesses so they are able to actually like grow and probably do things for the community like maybe they will be hiring a black ceo you, you just you just don't know it could end up being that it ends up improving like the social mobility of people that are in the black community i would like to counter that tear down thing because it wasn't until the recent kind of you know the whole black lives matter coming into our face. i didn't know about seneca village i didn't know about um black wall street these were prominent places that black people obviously in america had built for themselves just after the um, they'd been released from like slavery and everything like that and they built up you know businesses homes they wanted to build a foundation that they could hand down you know like most white people are afforded they can pass down things on generations because people don't come to destroy them okay and Mm, they created a place for themselves and they wanted to build it up they created hospitals they had doctors it was a very affluent area and you Mm. had I'm going to say white businessmen because let's not question it. It was definitely white businessmen that came along. And they said, oh, what was it? They were in Manhattan. And they said, yeah. oh, you know what? England's got a lot of greenery. We need that too. Where can we put all our greenery? Oh, I know. Let's knock down Seneca Village and build Central Park. And that's what they have today. Like, that's what they decided. They decided that what we had built up was not worth attaining and it was good enough to destroy it. And don't think that they offered them any solutions and said, oh, here, here's some money. Go build up. Mm. They said, get the fuck out. Let's build our greenery. And the same way mm. they did, they were jealous. And they did it to the Black Wall Street as well. And they burnt it down. They rioted. They looted it. Yeah, they killed lots of people just because they felt that like they could. So when I say I want to support a black business and I might not want to support a white business, boo-hoo, because bare other people do. Like, I don't care. Why yeah. am I going to justify why mm-hmm. I want to support? I'm not saying I'm going to set fire to Nike, but I will support someone else. Do you get what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I don't see why someone needs to associate supporting another business or another ethnicity with tearing down another. Like, that's their mentality, not our mentality. Yeah, that whole getting equal thing. But the problem is that people do. People do see it like that. But like you said, one is not synonymous with the other. It is definitely like a thing like white businesses it's just the it's same thing as like why i like watching movies or only black people in it because it's, it's it gets rare. exhausting sometimes 
And sometimes it's like, like you know, when people, when people complain about Black Panther, why is everything you have? And I was thinking to myself, like, when all the movies are with white people, do you hear everybody complaining? Like, it's just, so, so we ask for representation in this one thing, and then you guys are upset about that one thing. So it's, um, it's definitely when when you know that that's like the status quo is that white businesses they get the loans they get the opportunity to build their businesses they get probably extensions on the loans and they can do a lot more than black businesses can Mm -hmm. which is why obviously people say things like yeah we should get black banks and like you said building up kind of a black wall street all over again the uk Mm -hmm. i don't know if the uk has had anything like that before but um if we were to develop something like that an insulated community because that's why a lot of when you hear about like hotel speaking, which is one thing I do agree with them on, is that integration was probably some of the worst things that happened to the black community in the, in the US because people became too relaxed. It's kind of that idea of you give people enough freedom that they get complacent mm-hmm. and they don't realize that they're still stagnant. So I, that definitely happened. And I feel like maybe this will wake people up and say, okay, yeah, you need to purchase from your own community. And you need to, if you're going to spend your money, that huge spending power that you have, repatriate it to your own. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I saw something really the other day where, um, I saw something the other day on Instagram and someone said, you know, like those motivational posts, like, you know, we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Everyone's got the same 24 hours a day. And someone was like, mm-hmm. no, we don't. Was like we. Someone was like, "No, you don't." It's like <laughs> when you're black and you have this. Someone they they made they made a good point, basically saying like they have a head start. They've got a four hundred year head start. And I was like, "That's, that's mental." So you don't have the same twenty four hours a day. Like that is it from 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 the minute they were well, black people were freed in America. It's always still been a struggle. So your twenty four hours a day of struggling is not the same as twenty four hours a day of. You know, you just got promoted. You know, you did, mm-hmm. you did, you did fuck all at uni, but because you're white, you got to work in Wall Street. You got this house, you got this job. Your parents left you money. Grandparents left you money. You had money. So it's like it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not the same. It's just kind of like Wall, a black Wall Street needs to be done because black yeah. people we make we make quality products. We make good. We make good things. Some people don't like the prices, but at the end of the day, we have. Well, we have a lot of sauce because people like to steal it. So clearly. <laughs> it's true. I think it that's also true. as well. Like you've got, you can see businesses benefiting off of black culture, black ideas, 100%. And, and people are so happy to contribute towards those businesses. But the actual black businesses that created those ideas and that we're not helping—that's what I think yeah, is like it's big, important. Like you get these big designers, you know, like there was oh, I can't remember who it was, but there was like the was it Kylie Jenner. That stole someone's idea. Oh yeah, she. It what was it like a camo suit or something like? Uh, it was something like that. Like back piece. in the day, like she stole someone's idea, and then like then and and I think somebody else. There's you get you hear those stories about people coming out and be like, yeah, this brand stole my idea, and they've been doing this for ages. They take these little indie brands, they they take their ideas, and then they go and sell it for mass amounts, and then people know that, and you still go and buy from the indie brand. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's just an individual thing. People just are weird. <laughs> They want to follow trends, so maybe that's all it is. <laughs> I do find and the trends cool. are cheap as well, isn't it? Like pretty little thing and boohoo and stuff. Because obviously yeah. they're paying they're paying their workers ten p, so we can buy this thing for five pound. Whereas <laughs> if you don't buy, it. <laughs> buy it from someone you know who's put in the effort, like you said, a lot of these a lot of these people make their things at home. 
like I'd rather spend, you know, 30, 50 pounds as long as I'm supporting and it's quality, I'm good. And you know you'd be wearing it for three, four, five years rather than exactly. me and my primarks that break every 20 seconds. But <laughs> sometimes they don't even fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it is true. That, that thing that you said about the 400 years, it just puts everything in context. If anybody mm. wants to complain and I like, they don't know what the hell we're talking about, you just have to think that, yeah, they're, they're, especially in the US, I mean, that's more like, especially in the US context, even in the UK, what am I talking about? Um, they, they just haven't had that advantage ever. <laughs> There's never been a time that black people can be like, yeah, you know, we're winning. <laughs> There's always been a struggle, so. But I don't, the thing is, I don't understand why people are so offended if we want to support something black. Like, we don't get, well, no, yeah, why is it, we have to state that we're supporting a black owned business because sometimes they're really, they're really rare. Like you can just say, yeah. Oh, I, I love this brand. And like 10 out, nine times out of 10, it's going to be a white, white owned business. Like you don't have to second guess it. That's why you don't, some people don't feel like um, a type of way when they're supporting their, they're like, well, I don't say I'm supporting white only brands. Well, that's because all the brands you support happen to be white only. You don't have to say you're saying exactly. you're doing it. Majority. That's literally just how life is at the moment. And for us to have to say, going to support a black owned business is because we actually have to look for it we have to go and support it because there's so few of them well you know there's actually so many we just didn't know about them and yeah and yet people have a problem with that why so i don't understand because they're miserable it's inbuilt but it is what they what they said because i think it's a fear because you're just thinking like okay so they start supporting their own and then what they're going to become better than us like i don't i don't know if that's the way but that's kind of how i see it because they're like well these upty niggas like who do they think that they're going to support their own business that's colonialism though do their own thing but (laughs) let me tell you but this is the thing that they say about white supremacy you may not understand that you're thinking is a supremacist way like it's a supremacist way but you trying to keep things as status quo discouraging people from supporting their own communities while you go ahead and support yours and build up yours and have empires out of yours that's a white supremacist thought Mm -hmm. and you may not even realize that you're doing it because you're happy for things to be the way they are because they benefit you it means that your kids will go to the best universities it means that your kids will always get the best jobs Mm -hmm. and if somebody inconveniences you some type of way well whatever you're you're probably going to overcome it because of your skin color will always take you further than it would take someone like me (laughs) So if you if you don't see that, then it is what it is. Like you can't with people like that. They will tell you they're not racist, yet they hold those kind of viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing that it talks about is let's get tuned in same time next week Wednesday at twelve pm. So let's get into the second part of this episode. Thank you for listening.